When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right, here we are, 22 seconds left in the second quarter. San Francisco 17, New York Giants 3 on Thursday Night Football. Baseball tonight, top of the ninth. Blue Jays have a run, but not looking good against the Yankees. Trailing 5-1, one out in the top of the ninth. This portion of Inside Sports presented by Cougar Paint and Collision. Our family helping your family for 40 years. Had Morley Scott on the show, getting you ready for the Elks and Lions game tomorrow. We have an Oilers game. On Sunday afternoon, 2.30 for the face-off show. Game at 4 from Rogers Place as they take on the Winnipeg Jets to kick off the preseason. Now, Sam Gagne uh, not going to play. We probably won't see him in a game for a while as uh, he went through a couple of hip surgeries this offseason. Yeah, it's pretty tough. I mean, uh, so I had the one surgery and then five weeks later I had the other. Um, so I was essentially on crutches for, for two months. And... Um, just, uh, I, I would just kind of get pushed into the pool and, you know, swim around in there for, for hours, it felt like, uh, for the first little bit. And, and then you just, you know, gradually take steps. Um, but, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm excited to be where I'm at now. Yeah, Gagne, happy to be with the Oilers. He also talked a little bit about getting this professional tryout contract. You know, for myself, just trying to find, you know, the right fit. And obviously I have... Um, uh, yeah, a soft spot for Edmonton. Um, you know, I, I really like it here. My family's from here, or my, my wife's family. And, um, you know, th- where they're at uh, in the life cycle, you know, they, I think, uh, you know, I stay in touch with uh, Connor and Leon and Clowder and Bush and those guys throughout the summer in Ontario. And, um, you know, I, I really um, I really trust the staff here. Um, they're fantastic at what they do. And then, Coming off my, my hip surgeries, I just you know felt it was the right fit. All right, so we'll see how it goes with uh, Gagne as he's uh, trying to recover from these surgeries and get back to playing hockey. Here are the observations of Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. I know Ken's message just to everybody here in that um, you know Sam is um, he's working his way back from hip surgery. And, um, you know, he's actually had two hip surgeries. Um, one of them more recent is the one that's, you know, preventing him from being a, f- you know, a full active participant, um, you know, when it comes to everything. Uh, so we're taking our time with him. He's getting his work in. He was with group two um, out there today. He looked good. You know, there were some things we held him back on just uh, out of precaution, but you know, he's where he wants to be. Uh, he's getting great treatment, and he's getting better every day. Right, so Gagne trying to work through that. As we told you yesterday, Matthias Ekholm will uh, miss the first few days of camp. He's got a hip flexor, and Ryan McLeod was not on the ice today. Woody tells you why. 
In the last couple of days, he just had a little, little, uh, how would I phrase it? Probably um, um, soft tissue tweak, and out of precaution, we're just holding him out. We'll see. It's day to day for him. From the those hard captain skates. No, you know, I I don't know when it was, um, but uh, yeah, he's just he's just out of precaution. We're just trying to be smart about it, and um, you know, he I think he's feeling pretty good. He's getting better every day, so we'll see. All right, so uh, there's the update from Oilers training camp. They're back on the ice tomorrow at Rogers Place in the downtown community arena. Remember, fan day on Saturday. The uh, skate is going to be open to the public starting at 11 a.m. on uh, Saturday morning. 780-496-0063. We got Angie Quinnell down the hallway in the control room. Angie, how have you been? Haven't seen you in a while. Hi, Reed. I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing very well. Nice to have you working the show tonight. Uh, 780-496-0063. What do we have from folks this evening? Um, We have one saying, Hi, Reed. What do you think of these projections for the Oilers? McDavid, 60 goals. Dreisaitl, 50. R&H and Kane and Hyman, each with 30. 20 from Brown, 15 from Boosh. Yes, that's 235 right there. The Oilers had 325 last season. I'd say they get 340 this season from Maddie McCarthy. Uh, all right, well, uh, I think the Oilers will score a lot. I'm not, I mean, yeah, it could be distributed roughly that way. Uh, last season, yes, the Oilers did get to 325 goals, second most goals in a season this century. Florida had 337 two years ago, now in 21-22. I, I, I mean, look, I think the Oilers' power play will be deadly again. Uh, yeah, I think Boosh can get into the teens. And uh, I, I, McDavid a dry cycle. I, I don't know if exactly one's going to get 60, one's going to get 50, but I, I mean, probably around 110 goals combined from those two isn't out of the question. Hopefully Brown is healthy and, and, uh, and hits 20. Uh, certainly, I think, if not 30, approaching 30 from those other three guys. And then, you know, that's not even counting uh, contributions from uh, Fogel, McLeod, uh, Holloway, uh, Yanmark, Ryan. Uh, you know, Ekholm will probably get a few. Nurse will probably chip in a few along the way. So, yeah, I, I interesting projections. Hang on to those. Send them to me again at the end of the year. But I do think the Oilers have a chance to get to the 337 that uh, Florida had a couple of years ago. I agree. I believe we'll get a lot of goals this season. Okay, next text. Will the Heritage Classic be on Ched? Oh, yes, for sure it'll be. Yes. The Heritage Classic will be on Ched. We got all the Oilers games. Yes. Okay. Uh, the Oilers still aren't deep enough to win the Cup. They have beat up players in their mid-30 auditioning for the fourth fourth line spots in the end Vegas knows how to build a team and they will be too much in the playoffs again what do you think by Robin uh well I thought Rasubi's referring to Gagne and Sutter who are both 34 there's no guarantee those guys are going to make the team and, and we'll see I mean hopefully they're they're healthy enough to push for a spot Lane Peterson who's a little younger also competing for a fourth line spot uh yeah I mean I get the 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 some of the negativity, I suppose. It's all about winning the cup until they do it. People are going to look for reasons why they're not able to do it. Uh, credit to how Vegas played in the postseason. They, they, they legitimately beat the Oilers in that season. They played better at the right time. I think, and I, I think, I, I can't remember if I was talking about this off-air, on-air. My life kind of all blends into a blur after a while. I think, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I, I think Vegas is the Oilers' chief rival right now. 
I know the Battle of Alberta, Calgary, that exists. We had the goalie fight a few years ago. We finally had a playoff series. I mean, Vegas has to be the team that the Oilers get the biggest hate on for. They knocked them out of the playoffs. Petrangelo did the dirty slash. You know, they're this expansion team. There, There is... I can tell you this, I'll, I'll let you in on a bit of behind-the-scenes stuff from my dealings with the organization. It is a pretty arrogant, borderline cocky organization. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, uh, I don't know if anybody with OEG or the Oilers would necessarily say that, but I'm sure it's been noticed there as well. So I think that is the team to beat for Edmonton. I think that's the number one rival. But I, 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 was, I know I was saying this on the show a few days ago. I think the LA Kings look at the Oilers that way. You know, that's the team they're going to even get up for in the regular season and, and kind of have statement games against or games that they're going to try to build towards and, and take energy out of if they're able to win. So uh, I, I don't know if I answered that person's. I don't even remember what the person's question or text was, Angie, but there's there's some thoughts. I just sort of just t- turn me on and I'll go. I'm like a Chucky doll. <laughs> okay. Less murdery, though. Okay, perfect. Good. Let's not <laughs> And I am taller. I'm not very tall, but I believe I am bigger than a Chucky doll. Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe so. A child's play. That was those movies, right? Yes. And then there was a bride of Chucky? There was. Was yes. there a seed of Chucky where it was Chucky and somebody's kid? Yep. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. And wasn't there a TV show? I don't know about the TV show. I thought I there was a, a, know there's a, a lot TV of series with Chucky. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Sorry, Angie. I know I'm weird and hard to work with. Hey, no, you're not. <laughs> this is this is a breeze compared to most. Trust me. <laughs> um, flipping to a different sport. We are now flipping towards the beautiful Elks. We have a question from Macho Nacho. Uh, can't wait to see Trey Ford cook up against the Lions. Elks are a machine now, and... The Lions won't know what hit them. What do you think on that comment? Uh, well, they're different with they're, they're obviously they're different with Ford. Obviously, they're different with Ford. And I, 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 yeah, I think those two shutouts. I don't think that's on the Elks' mind at all. I don't think their psyche is damaged by that anymore. I think they know they can move the ball. They can score. They, they know Ford's strengths that he can get out there and put pressure on the other team with his abilities. So, yeah, I, I. I think it will be a different game. I think the Elks can win. I'm not going to sit here and guarantee a win or, or predict a win, but I, I think the Elks have a very good chance tomorrow. Okay, I agree. I'm hoping for them like everybody else, but you never know. It was really hard and a really tough start, so it's good things are looking up. Um, next one is uh, nice the Elks gave fans a little teaser of success, but are they... Uh, no. Oh my gosh. Can't even read today. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Deep breath. We're all good. <laughs> uh, but they are no nowhere good enough to beat four best teams of the league. The BC defense will befield Ford. It will be another. Th- <laughs> wow, this person has a crazy prediction. Four to 14 season in a month. Okay. Well, it's possible. I mean, if they lose all four remaining games, they'll finish four and 14 again. Um, so, yeah, who wrote that? Do we know? The laser face Larry. Okay, well, Larry tends to be a little more on the pessimistic side, which is, which is fine. Um, so, look, these games are tougher. We know the last five games were against 
you know, middle of the pack or weaker opponents. So I'll leave out the Winnipeg game, which they lost, but Winnipeg's a very good game. Two against Calgary, they split. They beat Hamilton, Ottawa, and Saskatchewan to at least keep the the faint hope alive for the postseason. BC is a step up. Certainly Toronto coming out of the bye is a step up. Uh, I think, um, you know, Montreal 6-7, and seven, do they look that good? Uh, I know they're still second in the division, tied with Hamilton. All of a sudden, they don't look as good. And then you got to finish off against Hamilton or against Winnipeg. So, yes, I know it's tough, but I'm no longer at the point where I'm just writing them off. Because earlier in the season, I said no chance against Winnipeg, no chance against BC, you know, and probably no chance against a couple of other teams. I don't feel that pessimistic anymore because Ford has changed so much. But yes, to Laserface Larry, sure, they could lose all four games. I would still think, though, even if they lost all four games and scored some points, there'd be a little bit more optimism for next year because of what Ford has been able to do. But we'll see. Uh, here's what Trey Ford thinks about the uh, Lions' defense. We can stop them from scoring points and we can win the game. Uh, BC's defense, they don't give up a lot of points. They don't give up a lot of yards. They're obviously going to be a tough test. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, like th- like I said, they have a great defense, a gr- great front seven. They have some great DBs in, in the back end. But, uh, you know, I think I have a little advantage. I mean, Noah played them last year, but... I feel like it's one thing to watch me on film and say, oh, it's easy to contain and then actually containing me on the field. So hopefully I can, you know, extend some plays and get some balls down the field for some big plays or not scramble for lots of yards to get some first downs. Um, And I mean, I do think, though, I think they're ranked lower in run defense. And I mean, we're running the ball really, really well right now. So hopefully, hopefully we can, you know, control the line of scrimmage and KB can have another big day. All right. Yeah, well, Kevin Brown's been outstanding uh, running the ball. He's up over 1,000 yards on the season. Uh, Now the second leading rusher in the CFL behind Winnipeg's Brady Oliveira. Chris Jones uh, commenting on how Trey Ford is handling all the obligations of being a starting quarterback. No, he's done done a good job. Again, I mean, that's part of being, you know, a, a quarterback. And these guys have been quarterbacks for a long time, you know, and 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 both the other quarterbacks have been, uh, you know, at places where they had time, con, you know, re- commands also. So, again, it's, uh, you know, it's a big opportunity for Trey. He's handled it really well. He's a very humble guy. He works extremely hard, well-liked in the, in the locker room. So, look forward to seeing what he brings. All right, we are rolling into that game tomorrow night, 6 o'clock countdown to kickoff game at 7.30 here on 6.30 Chet. Plenty of other football to tell you about. Tim Anger checks in next on Inside Sports. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chet. All right, you may have heard that commercial for the Heritage Classic. Uh, we want to send a Chet Insider to the game, the Chet Insider Heritage Classic Experience Pack. Keep an eye in the uh, keep an eye out in the 6:30 Chet Insider newsletter for the exclusive password. Then uh, you'll be able to enter that password in on our website and uh, keep it locked on September 25th to see if you and uh, guests will be heading to the 2023 Heritage Classic Oilers and Flames at Commonwealth Stadium. Oil Kings start their season tomorrow in Red Deer. And uh, also, as we welcome Tim, Tim Enger from Football Alberta to the show, the uh, U of A Golden Bears at UBC tomorrow to take on the Thunderbirds. Both teams are 3-0. Tim, I, did you just finish a game at Clark Stadium? What's going on? 
Yeah, no rest for the wicked here. We just uh, wrapped up uh, the Mighty Argos and Bisons remain undefeated as well. I'm sure all your listeners are desperate to find that out. And we uh, we defeated a very game McNally team uh, 41-6. Sounds worse than it was. It was 14-6 going into the fourth. So we uh, we got lucky. What can we say? Uh, well, I, I covered uh, a lot of high school football. And uh, I know sometimes there were blowouts. Some of them were true blowouts. But I also know... Sometimes uh, the team that's just a little bit more experienced, they they figure out a way to pull away in the last quarter and a half. So I I I, I know you're being polite to the team, and people might be rolling your eyes, but rolling their eyes at you saying that. But I, I get what you're saying. Sometimes it is close, but that team that's just a little bit better figures it out and 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 makes it uh, look a little worse than it was in the end. Well, true enough, and we're happy to be that team tonight. <laughs> okay, uh, I mentioned the U of A. This is uh, something we haven't seen, and I had Matthew Peterson from the team on uh, earlier, Canada West and U Sports uh, Offensive Player of the Week. But uh, the Bears got something nice going here, don't they? They do, you know, and it's 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 different than I've seen it in a long time because uh, you know there were there have been years where they you know they've always been competitive, and I'll say this right from the get go: like nobody, and I mean nobody at the college level, works harder than Chris Morris. I mean. He is uh, recruiting kids, uh, running camps to raise money for the program. Just go, go, go all the time. And uh, this is awesome to see the, the payoff. But he's really got a great stable of kids out there. And uh, and, and the best part that, that we love, of course, from Football Alberta is that uh, – um, you know, it's mainly been done by local kids. You know, it's been it's been a long time. I, and maybe only I know this fact, but what really bothered me for like 25 years from uh, 1993 to 2018. In 1993, the Bears' starting quarterback was a guy named Robert Taylor out of Emmy Lazert. And it took 25 years before another starting quarterback from the Edmonton area and Brad Lonhart from Bev Facey uh, had the reins. And now, now we got a we got a real winner in Eli Hetlinger out of. Harry Ainley. I mean, I've known, I've watched Eli since uh, since uh, minor football, and, and and to look at him, you think that that kid's going to make a hell of an accountant someday. But uh, <laughs> that, that kid's a baller. Like he's uh, he's ready to go. He's getting handed off to Matthew Peterson, and if that's not enough, handed up to another local product and. And Jonathan Rosary, or throw the ball to Colby Herford from Salisbury, or Carter Kettle from St. Joe's in Grand Prairie. It's it's fun having us watch all these kids go through the ranks, and now now they're you know they're really good. Although I must pick a bone with whoever's doing the rankings for the the U Sport. Like the Bears going to last week ranked ninth, go beat the fifth ranked team in Saskatchewan. Yeah. Then the rankings come out again, and they're still ninth. They're still Saskatchewan. ninth. I thought they like, thought they might be a little higher too. Like, but. like what do you got to do? <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. Uh, yeah, good. And I'm glad you pointed that out with with the quarterbacks. And, and, and Eli's great. He's been on the show before, and he was on earlier this year, and uh, a well-spoken young man as well. Uh, what is going on? Uh, tell me about little the high school homecoming games. I know when you watch a TV show or a movie about football in the states, it's always the story seems to always revolve around homecoming games. What's been happening in Edmonton? Well, it's it's kind of a it's it's nothing new, but it's something that that more schools are embracing. Which which we love. I mean, and let's let's keep our expectations low out there, folks. It's not the Friday light night lights version, but the fact that some schools are actually attempting to do homecoming, invite some of their their, their graduates back to kind of have that memory of uh, of, uh, of their times in high school, and, it, and it's great because you know we as, as as high school football programs across the province, we sometimes feel like we're the redheaded stepchild of the athletic department. I mean, we're big, we're loud. There's a lot of moving parts and. And uh, but we can also provide a lot of fun to the school and, and, and homecoming games are something that uh, Harry Ainley in particular has embraced for a few years. 
their homecoming game is tomorrow night against Salisbury. That's our, our football Alberta game of the week at 5 o'clock at foot. But also on the same day, you've got Jasper Place is doing their homecoming game at 3 o'clock at Jasper Place Bowl. And right after that, um, the, the growing uh, power that is St. FX uh, football returning to power, they're doing theirs at 5.30. So they're getting the kids out of the school. They're getting them in there. They're bringing in the bands. They're, um, you know, they're doing some things just to make it a nice, lively experience. And, uh, you know, whether you're in the school or a recent graduate, it's an opportunity just to experience being part of that school. And, and didn't we all like that once upon a time? We all went to high school, but it was nice when they did something like that to kind of take it uh, away from uh, from the just usual academics of the school. All right, Tim, always enjoy having you on the show. Uh, oh, pardon me. Yeah, I'm, I like you so much, I'm getting choked up. It's always <laughs> well, great. If you, if, you, if you like me so much, you can make me one of those insiders and get me to the game, but uh, we'll talk about that. Oh, I could try to get you a canned ham t-shirt. <laughs> That's the most I can promise. Uh, but, no, thanks for the update. Uh, we will do this. Uh, I know we got a lot of hockey next week, so if we can't uh, get, get you on next week, we'll certainly do it in a couple weeks to keep people up to date. Thanks for uh, coming on tonight. Pleasure as always. Tim Anger from uh, Football Alberta, the executive director, with uh, an update there on some local and amateur football. Always enjoy talking to him. 49ers lead the Giants 17-6. They are almost three minutes into the third quarter. The Blue Jays attempted a rally but fall 5-3 to the Yankees. Elks in this time slot tomorrow. Have a good night.